Thanks for checking out this week's Staff Meeting Devo. This week, Pastor Megan continued on from Sunday's message in a Devo about how to apply the concept of on mission to our leadership. Let's check it out. So if you were here at in church on this Sunday, we talked about Beyond Sunday being on mission. And the weekend before, we talked about Beyond Sunday and the transformation um, that takes place in each one of us and how we all need to be transforming as people. And last week in our Leadership Devo, we talked about Beyond Sunday and leadership from the weekend before. Well, we're going to start, we're going to talk today about leadership with being on mission. So it's just kind of a part two to last Sunday. So if you haven't had a chance to listen to our last two Sunday messages on vision, mission, culture beyond Sunday, I would highly suggest that you do that. Um, And I hope that they encourage you. So oftentimes we get in the habit of managing our team, right? So we're talking about this beyond Sunday idea of living beyond our actual Sunday and whatever our teams do and whatever our job is at church, well, that goes for our teams as well. It's our the habit of managing our teams will keep us from living beyond Sunday if we're looking at managing our teams. It's easy to become concerned about planning the center, filling the spaces, focusing on the tasks, giving ourselves a pat on the back when we checked off all the tasks for the day, when we have done every single part of our job, it's easy to celebrate those things. And we expect that our teams will enjoy doing those tasks maybe as much as we do. But those aren't the tasks that are going to help us to live beyond Sunday. Those checking off those tasks isn't going to help us. It's the beyond the tasks that's going to help us live beyond our Sunday. We oftentimes assume that our team knows the why behind what we do. We oftentimes assume that when our teams come in, that they're just going to jump up, do the things that we've asked them to do, knowing exactly why we do them. And that's just not true. We have to keep reiterating over and over and over again the why behind the what. So my question for you is, am I on mission or checking the boxes? To ask yourself that question. Am I on mission or checking the boxes? Have I fallen into that spot of where I check the boxes, but I've forgotten why I do what I do, or I am assuming that others already know that why they do what they do? Our mission is people. It's to disciple and to bring others into our community, but that requires vision. It requires people to know the purpose that they serve. It requires us to continuously be putting vision back into our teams. It has to go beyond those tasks. See, beyond Sunday leadership is casting the vision behind the mission. See, people need to be regularly validated. They need to know that they're on the right track. And people don't know if they're on the right track unless they know the why behind what they do. They can see maybe from checking off those tasks that they've done the right tasks, but that only lasts for so long before they start asking themselves, am I actually doing what I'm supposed to be doing? Yes, I'm checking the boxes, but is that all that I'm meant to be doing? People need to be reminded of the why behind what they do. We have to do it consistently. I was reminded of this recently 
when um, I had someone mention something to me um, in passing, and I was like, we've talked about this so many times. And if you've read any of Andy Stanley's books, he talks about this in multiple books. He talks about how we have to keep reiterating vision. We can't just say it. We can feel like we've said it 10 times and still have people who have not heard or grasped the vision. We have to keep on reminding people the why behind what they do to the point of when it feels like we are saying it too much or we're boring people. And that is just a misconception anyways. Oftentimes we're not boring people and there are times where people are like, that's the first time I've heard this. And you're like, no, it is not the first time you've heard this, but I'm glad you've heard it. <laughs> so people need to hear the vision over and over and over again. But people also need to see your investment in the mission as well as the team. They need to see that you are invested in the mission, that you're not just invested in the tasks, but you're invested in the mission behind the tasks, which means that we have to fully understand the vision ourselves if we're gonna be invested in the mission. We have to understand the vision behind that mission. So we need to look for ways in how we can be fully invested in that. And some of those ways are by sharing with our teams over and over again. When we repeat vision and mission over and over again, it solidifies it in our own minds as well. It's also through action that we are invested. Investment takes sacrifice. It's more than dropping, it's more than knocking off the tasks on a sheet because knocking off the tasks on a sheet is easier than actually the sacrifice of things that don't quite fit in those tasks, right? It's the people. It's the people on the team. They matter so much more than achieving the task. People actually are what should be motivating those tasks. People should be motivating the task. That means that when that investment should be people. That's beyond the task. The tasks are easy. People are not. People take time. They take energy. They take um, even just the empathy. You know, empathy can be wearing on you at times when you when you are thinking about other people and you are concerned for others, those things matter significantly more than the tasks. That's where the investment is. That's where the sacrifice is, is it's going above and beyond your Sunday to take care of people. It means that instead of checking off the boxes and leaving and saying, I'm done, it's the, you know, I need to reach out to this person. I know that this is beyond the day and the time that I serve but that person matters significantly more than the day and the time that I serve, than the tasks. So we look after people. That is what matters. We want to see people on our teams growing, and that will not happen unless we have investment, unless we are reaching out to people, unless we are taking those extra steps of sacrifice and investment in people. People don't grow without that we can't just expect people to show up on our teams and by serving and checking off tasks that they're going to grow. It's through that relationship. It's through that investment. So we need to be invested in people's next steps. We need to be invested in what does somebody's next step look like. That means that instead of thinking to ourselves, there's a baptism team, there's a team's team, there's a 
life group team. We're all in this together. We're all playing a part in this, and we're all looking to invest in people. Therefore, we invest in their growth, which means we're looking for what next step that they should play. Maybe it is jumping onto a team. Maybe it is joining a life group. Maybe it's being in foundations of faith. Maybe it is getting baptized. Maybe it's going to life path. Those are the conventional ways of next steps in the church, but it also may just mean those reach outs, those just sending a text to someone. Maybe they just need a little bit more in this season. Maybe it's the connecting them with somebody else. Those things are what is going to grow our teams spiritually, and it's the discipleship model. So here are a few things, questions that I would have you ask yourself when we're looking at making sure that we are on mission, we're not checking boxes, that we're having beyond Sunday leadership, and that we are serving a mission rather than just the tasks. The first thing is, do I know what the vision is, and does my team know what the vision is? Do I know what the vision is? Does my team know what the vision is? Sometimes we don't communicate vision to our teams because we don't quite understand the vision. And if that's you and you lead a team and you're not quite sure of the vision, I would really encourage you to reach out to whoever your um, team oversight is and ask them to say, please explain to me again why I do what I do. Because the first step in being able to make sure that your team understands the vision and lives on mission is that you have to understand what the vision is. And you know, I know that as a pastoral team and as staff, we are here for that. We want to be able to encourage you and to inspire you as well and to make sure that you understand what the vision is. So vision is inspiring. Task checking without the vision has very little impact. People will go along for a while and then get bored and then drop off by doing the tasks. There will be people who are faithful that will stick around because they're faithful people. But without the faithfulness and effectiveness, there is no inspiration. There has to be effectiveness. We have to be able to see why we do what we do. Andy Stanley says, it is the leader's responsibility to ensure that people understand and embrace the vision of the organization, or we can put in church instead of organization. It is our responsibility. So if we look around our team and it doesn't seem like they know why they're doing what they're doing, it falls back to us. And I would say if you are a leader leading a team and you don't know why you do what you do, that falls back to me. It falls back to the leadership of the church. It is our jobs to make sure that people understand and embrace the vision. So if your team isn't inspired, maybe it's because they don't know why. They don't know why they're doing what they're doing. So if you're looking around and you're thinking, my team doesn't seem to be happy to be here, or they seem to just show up because they feel like that's something they should be doing, your team lacks vision, and they lack mission. Because vision requires thoughtfulness, sacrifice, and energy. It will require us to go above and beyond, like I said earlier. It's going to require us to actually take it to that next level, to be thoughtful about what we do in our tasks, to explain the why behind every single task that we do so that the tasks are no longer tasks, 
but we're seeing what those tasks are meant to achieve. Every task should be set up to build towards that vision and mission. It should be to achieve that. And we know that our vision and mission as a church is to reach people. It is to make faithful and effective followers of Jesus. So every task that we do on our teams is building towards that, is how can we be all about people? See, task managing will keep you on track, but it won't inspire others to be a part of your team. It just won't. So we have to be thinking about why we do what we do. Leadership beyond Sunday means thinking beyond your team, your task, your schedule. It is investing in others for the kingdom and then watching them do likewise. It's watching them do likewise because you're Give it, you're already showing them what that looks like. The real success is when true discipleship is happening naturally on all our teams. Success is when, without asking, we start to see other volunteers discipling others. That's when the true success is, is when we start seeing other people doing it naturally because we've been doing it. Um, another question that I have is, do I check on my volunteers beyond Sunday? Do I check on them beyond Sunday? 1 Thessalonians 5.11 says, Therefore, encourage one another and build each other up, just as, in fact, you are doing. We should be encouraging one another and building each other up. That means that's part of who we are. It's not a task that we're checking off a list. It's who we are. Galatians 6 9 through 10 says, so let's not get tired of doing what is good. At just the right time, we will reap a harvest of blessing if we don't give up. Therefore, whenever we have the opportunity, we should do good to everyone, especially to those in the family of faith. It says, whenever we have the opportunity, not when it fits in my schedule, not when it's right there in front of me, not when it's allocated to that time and that hour or that day, but whenever I have the opportunity, these things are just who we are, should be who we are, and we just expand them outside of those tasks. So sending a text can go a long way. If you have a difficult time remembering to send text, schedule text. I do that a lot because I remember things at 11 o'clock at night, and I don't feel it's appropriate to text people at 11 o'clock at night. So I schedule them to go out the next morning. If you have time, catch up with people for coffee. Taking someone out for coffee, time investment always is a winner. When people know that you're willing to give up some of your time for them, it means the world to them. And, you know, just making sure that you're checking on people. If you know someone's going through a difficult time, take it upon yourself to be able to provide for them. One of the things I love that this week, you know, that happened is that one of our teams knew somebody was on their team was going through a really hard time. So what did they do? They had a meal train and everything up and going, and that was filled within a couple of days, fully filled. That's incredible. That is making sure that our volunteers are in a good place. That's part of our mission and vision is taking care of people. That's the Beyond Sunday that didn't quite fit maybe completely into the description of your responsibilities for your team, but it's taking that extra step. And the next question is, am I focused on tasks more than people? Do I celebrate when the test is accomplished more than celebrating team members or stories of impact? 
So do I give high fives at the end when I can say I checked all the boxes? Or do I look to celebrate team members and stories of impact? And those stories you know, can look like maybe a story of somebody who walked through the doors and was greeted and that was what, they were gonna turn around and go back to their car, but maybe they were greeted at the doors. Or maybe it was walking into life kids, weren't quite sure whether they wanted to drop their kids off, but it was that smiling face at the door and that confidence. Those stories matter and those are the stories of why we do what we do. So let's look for those things to celebrate rather than checking off tasks. The mission and vision for our team is that we are making disciples. If you remember right, we talked about it this weekend, Matthew 28, 18 through 20. It says, all authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you. And surely I am with you always to the very end of the age. So take people along with you. Look for people who aren't connected and invite them in. If there are people that are on the outside, bring them in. If you see someone that's been attending a church for a while and you notice that they, don't really, they haven't really gotten connected yet, you don't need to wait for someone else to connect them to you. Just jump in there. Take the initiative. Even as volunteers, you can do that. It doesn't need to be a leader. People love serving with people they know. They love serving with friends. They love serving with a connection rather than just joining into something that can be kind of scary when you don't know anyone. So take that initiative. Make it your business. So I'm going to go back to one more thing that I said earlier, and that's that leadership beyond Sunday means thinking beyond your team, your task, and your schedule. It is investing in others for the kingdom and then watching them do likewise. That is discipleship is when we mimic something and we start seeing other people mimicking that too. That is discipleship. And the real true success is when we start seeing discipleship happening naturally on our teams. When it's no longer something that I have to maybe add to my tasks for a while to make sure it's happening, but it's just happening naturally. I don't have to tell others to do it. They just do it because that's part of the culture. That is the leadership win of living beyond Sunday is watching true discipleship happen and watching people mimic that because it's genuine. So just a few questions. Those questions, again, are do I check on in on my volunteers beyond Sunday? Am I focused on tasks more than people? And do I know what the vision is? And does my team know what the vision is? If I start to ask myself these questions and find the ways in which I can grow, my team will flourish and go beyond checking the tasks and living on mission by discipling others. Let's go ahead and pray. God, I just thank you, God, that you, um, that you sent your son, and your son showed us, Jesus, that you showed us how to live a life of pouring into others. That this isn't just some idea that you're telling us from a faraway place, but God, that it was an example for us. And God, I just pray that as a church and as teams, God, that we would understand that our mission and vision, God, is to serve you, God, and to serve your mission, which is people, God. And I pray that um, in everything that we do, that would be reflected. God, I pray that you would um, 
if for those of us who have maybe gotten stuck in the tasks of what we do, God, that you would challenge us to step outside of those tasks and to look at why we do what we do. And I pray that those around us would see the why behind what we do, God, because the tasks will not change people's lives and of themselves, but the vision and mission will. And I pray that we would be faithful to reaching out to people, God, and to loving people well and inspiring people. All of these things, in Jesus' name, amen.